All right, I'm recording. Peter Piper picked a pair of pickled peppers. Is that it? That's me testing the uh, pop filter on this microphone. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, Adrian here for the first episode of the 2020 year for transparency. And the first episode actually since October. Let me see here. I have everything right. Yeah, last episode was episode 10, October 8th. So it's been a couple months. Um, and a lot's happened <laughs> in the last year. It's the first episode of 2020, first episode of the year, first episode of me being 25, which was just happened. That actually happened a couple of days ago. And we'll, we'll talk a little bit about that. Um, yeah, I guess I, I figured I owe you that a little bit of up to speed on what's been going on. Uh, I want to take the time to kind of review and recap, um, you know, 2019 going into 2020, uh, what to expect there and just, um, you know, some reflections, so to speak on the year that has passed and ultimately where I'm at in my life right now, right? Pretty deep to start off the year, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I got this fancy new, mic stand in front of me it's actually one of the uh generous gifts i received over the holidays um when this new pop filter and the pop filter um the mic stand is amazing it's the road psa one kind of the gold standard but the pop filter for those of you who have no idea what i'm talking about is for your plosives and your plosives are your p any word that starts with like a p or b i think right that basically makes that like popping when you when you say any of those words you'll feel like that puff of air coming out of your mouth and in the pop filter is essentially supposed to negate or block those puffs of air to make it sound a little bit more cleaner um that's one of the big things i want to do sooner rather than later is upgrade this whole setup with the mic and the audio and all that and and getting that to a much higher standard and then this is the baby steps we're getting there (laughs) anyways happy new year hope you had a great holidays everybody who's listening um 2019 went by fast right i mean like i know that's a cliche thing to say but like i genuinely just feel like well, like so much happened for me in this year, I, I, I still feel like just so much happened so fast. <laughs> like this time last year, roughly around this time, I was just about to fly up to um, the Philippines for my sister's wedding. I remember that was like the last time, like my, or not the last time, but that was the um, first time in a while that my whole family got to kind of be together. Like my sisters and my, my parents, we all kind of came together um, and got to see extended family, of course. Um, and just like thinking like, whoa, like that was a year ago from today is, is wild to me. Um, if I had to give like a synopsis of 2019, it was, it was a year I sacrificed a lot of my like creative side in order to get shit done. And I know know that sounds weird, but I kind of want to like dive into that and then more that leads me to going forward. Um, there was a lot going on in, in, in 2019, like personally professionally and, and i think it was it was, a, it was a great year overall like don't get me wrong it was a year i really honed in on what i wanted in life and my career um and for the most part like went out and did it <laughs> and like and and literally like saw the results manifest in a year and it's really really uh, cool doesn't encapsulate it. <laughs> it it's it's so much more than that but like um you know, I, I think one of the big parts of that was like, you know, as far as like my career goes and in the working life goes, um, like I said, I, I did take a lot and a huge step back um, since moving to the States in general. So the last couple of years um, in my creative work in the sense of like producing content, blog posts, things like these podcasts, videos, for example, is a big thing I stepped away from. Um, and that was like really like in 2017, 2018, that was like a really big change of pace for me. 
to, to be doing that constantly for days on end, like, um, for having dedicated my like last decade of my life, decade plus of my life to doing that, to just kind of stopping was very, very different. Right. And there was like a transition period, like in 2016, when I stopped kind of doing the whole YouTube thing and focused on building screen cap, which was my client services business. So I was now creating content for others rather than myself, so to speak. And they were paying me for it. Um, that was great while it lasted, but like still like there was this itch and, and yearn to do more than just that. Right. Um, so to, to, to take a step back from that was so different for me. Um, and it felt like I was like, just kind of like going 110 miles per hour to, to kind of going 10 miles per hour really. Um, but at that same time, like, like I said, to, I had to do that to get shit done in order to get shit done. And, and what I mean by that is in 2019, um, we started Network Right. That is the IT and service uh, provider business. Um, I talk, I've talked about, I think, a little bit, at least on this podcast. And I'm almost positive I have a whole episode dedicated to it. But essentially, um, I made the conscious decision to take a lot of my time from my other ventures and focus it, uh, majority of it, in, into this, into that. And when I say myself, I also include my business partners and, and people who are instrumental and have built this business to the point where it's at now. Um, so coming into this um, as a partner and helping build that out in the last year, it's it's crazy to see how far that's come in year one. We just actually had our like end of the year party in Las Vegas of all places um, to recap how we did in the year. And and without getting into the nitty gritty, I mean, it was a real amazing year for like a business perspective, from a financial perspective, like we hit all our goals and it just kind of gave us a taste for what's possible, right? Um, I coming into this was the only one who was like had previously done the whole like self-employment business thing and and this was like the first time around for my other partners and to see how far they've come and to see like the amount of progress and all that has just baffled me right like (laughs) they've done so much and learned so much and and, and, you know grown this business so much in their first year of doing this um, it's exciting to see like how far and in, in the potential um, network right has to become in 2020. So 2019 was like a lot about honing in on that and, and really putting a lot of my energy into that. But also other things, right? I, I think 2019 was the year I also kind of just honed in on other stuff I wanted. I, I, I feel like a big important part of that was honing in and, and improving my mental health and that encompasses a lot of things and when I say by that I mean like genuinely like being less stressed is is one big part of that um even post move coming to the states where I wanted to like take a time off and figure out what I wanted to do next like having had the previous success I've had in, in my life up to that point um there's still a lot of stress on like what I thought I needed to be doing and where I needed to be at in life and that's just one of those things that kind of weighs on you as a as a business owner that comes with its own set of responsibilities and in being responsible for others and in, in this thing. Um, and that was just kind of extrapolated, right? Like I had spent so much of my life building and doing these things that like, um, I just really needed that break. And I think I got real in ahead of that in, in 2019 in the sense of like being more cognizant, being genuinely just less stressed and more, um, you know, in the moment and, and, and just genuinely being happy. Like, I know that's weird to say, um but with that you know also being on top of other stuff I I think while I spent a lot of my like working time in the case of like um my like work life was 
a lot of it focused on network, right? I still had a lot of big things in play in the background and, and that was really important, right? Like I was able to step away from doing so many things and then focusing primarily on one while having my other um, opportunities work for me, right? Um, we talk a lot about passive income and or there's a lot of talk about like in entrepreneurship and, and business in general or life, like passive income and having your money make money and like what does that really mean and how do you go about doing that but like in 2019 I really took a, a bigger look at my financial portfolio where my money was invested where my risks were and and how much more I wanted to stretch that and, and things I wanted to do there and, and that was a big part of the last year and really kind of um, taking advantage of that and just putting um, certain balls in motion and, and, and putting certain you know decisions and stuff out there and just kind of rolling with it right um, and a lot of that paid off. I mean, speaking frankly, like a lot of that, uh, a lot of the foundations of stuff I invested in and or just set aside like in, in, in the long run and will continue to hopefully be, you know, a, um, a, a profitable long-term, you know, security sort of source, uh, financially speaking. Um, obviously, I can't speak to that uncertainty and things always change. The markets always change. Uh, there's always going to be something out there, but um, it, it's I, I took time to really understand that more and, and really diversify um, from a financial perspective. So that was always nice. Um, and I think the other the big aspect of 2019 was like I was also in a relationship, and that's the first time I can say that in a long time. In the sense of like, uh, it's been years since I've been in like a relationship for that, that period of time. In a sense, um, where like the whole year from start to finish, yeah, like that was a whole. Uh, a whole factor in itself and that's like something where you're not just you know taking your own uh life into account and, and the things that you want to do and all that but you're also you know taking account in this whole other factor of like being with somebody else and, and what that means and what that entails and all that comes with that um and to have that like supportive partner in my life was also um you know detrimental to or is detrimental the word or <laughs> not detrimental sounds negative but, uh instrumental <laughs> and uh where i'm at now like in my life in in 2020 and, and, and all that so you know that was another thing about 2019 that you know definitely helped me get along throughout the year uh traveled quite a bit throughout the year as well that was another big aspect of it and and not necessarily like travel in the sense of like i wasn't really going outside of like the philippines um international too much but you know, you understand coming from Japan to the States and then having grown up in Japan, like just traveling within the States is great enough for me. Like that feels like so much in itself. Hell, traveling from North California to Southern California um, feels like enough for me. <laughs> and, and and I always enjoy those trips. So made a lot of trips. And, 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 you know, whether it was Chicago, I was back in Chicago for November to give a speech. That was, that was really nice to go see my uh, family out there and friends out there and just, you know, a really great opportunity overall um just see a bit more <laughs> of the world so to speak and, and and also um take away you know take a step out um from san francisco and, and visit different parts different people is always nice um i think overall 2019 i would say is also a big year in retrospect like just to say like in the big picture is really where i came into my own in san francisco and when i say that i mean like in the sense that even when moving here 2016, 2017, and, and, you know, being here in 2018, um, 
it didn't feel like home. I mean, so much of what home is to me is not just a physical place, but it's also the people and the memories and nothing will change my, you know, I, I consider the homeland the Philippines because that's where my family's from. That's where my parents are from. Um, I consider home Japan, like home to me where I was born. It's, it's, it's where I was raised. It's, it's where so much of my um, characteristics and my memories of who I am as a person and individual have been built on that and that's like a certain level of nostalgia that you can just never replace right um but you know to, to say that san francisco was my second home or it's, it's my home now never felt right to me like it, it was more like a place i was here because of my career it's where my career led me um i i loved it don't get me wrong like it was a, it was a, a culture experience in itself to be in the states in california let alone san francisco at the heart of silicon valley but like it, I didn't consider it home, right, in that sense. And I would say, like, in 2019 is really the year where I felt like I came into my own year, like, not just with the people I've known, but, like, the places and, and getting comfortable and having my own little spots. <laughs> and, and you know, while there's still so much more of the city I need to explore and see and things I need to do and places I need to eat and go, um, I'm comfortable in saying, like, San Francisco now is also my home, uh, now having lived here for the last four years. Um, and, you know, extending, even at that, extending and staying here a bit longer just to kind of really play some things out with my career. Um, yes, I am here in part for my career, but now it's like it's so much more uh, than that. So, yeah, <laughs> so that that's a big part of the last year for me. Um, but yeah, with that, you know, the end of the year slump rolled around. I mean, I know I, I, I uh, played up the year for me, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't lie to say that like, the holidays and all that, while it's one of my most, it is, I actually say, my most favorite time of the year with, like, Christmas and then goes into New Year's and this this time around, New Year's and my anniversary were on the same date. And then uh, my birthday was three days after, so January 4th. So there's just, like, so much that goes on <laughs> in this time frame. Um, a lot of it reminds me of home. Like, I'm not going to lie. A lot of it reminds me of home. And typically during the holiday season, I'll either fly down to Southern California to visit my sister and spend the Christmas down there. Um, she went back home to like Japan for the holidays. Uh, my other sister being in the Midwest, I, I just decided to stay out here in California and up in San Francisco. Um, yeah, like I miss home a little, like not gonna lie. And you hit that end of the year slump with work as well, because work-wise, it was a very kind of like slow period for us business-wise, just because it's natural, like people take time off and then you have the New Year's. So you kind of have that lull for the first like end of the year and then the first week of uh, the new year. Um, but yeah, it was, you know, um, just nostalgia. Uh, I wouldn't lie and say that like your boy was a little homesick <laughs> at the, at the end of the year. Um, and, and definitely Trump, something that I'm going to try to, uh, allocate is time to go visit, um, back home, visit my parents and visit friends back in Japan, uh, in 2020. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's crazy to me because like at the same time, it's, it's going home. It's the people who make up home for me. But at the same time, like realistically, when I look at it, a uh, majority of my friends and the people I grew up with no longer live there. Like in the last couple of years, they've all dispersed. And I've, I've grown up in this military lifestyle where like people I knew and people I grew up around bounced around so frequently and on like a moment's notice that it's what you were accustomed to. And, and it's not like the sense of like, yeah, like when you all graduate and you go to different schools, like that was like that all the time. And like, it was just obviously, um, you know, uh, on a bigger scale when they all went to college, but it's not this thing like where they're all in a different state. Like, no, they're in different countries and 
uh xyz like if i can just count like some of my close friends off the top of my hand like you know yeah some are here in the states some are in europe some are in you know in japan still and it's crazy to me that like how far apart we are and spread out and um uh cognizant of that right like in in the last couple years too like since i've left the states like how many of those relationships i haven't been able to keep in touch with because uh you know focusing on my work and, and whatnot and also just general genuine like you're on different sides in, in parts of the planet now like yes it's it's as easy as picking up a phone for a facetime and scheduling a call but as easy as it is i definitely drop the ball in some respects there so you know hopefully one of the the goals uh soon is to also just kind of get everybody together and make something uh, of a trip a little reunion for me personally i know that's something i, I really really want to see happen but at the same time I understand like everybody has their lives. Everybody has different things going on in their own lives. So it's like hard to just ask everybody to drop that to all come together at times. And, and you got to be, you know, respectful of all of that. Cause it's, it's a crazy to me now. Like when I, I live in San Francisco and like a big thing is like people talk about like when I, and I have friends like who are out the city and like, you know, sometimes I don't get to see friends out the city or sometimes like it's, you know, people consider it like a hassle. And I've always been like, that's so wild to me. Like, like when I go down to Southern California, I will drive all the way down to San Diego just to go and see like a group of friends who I grew up with because like, yeah, like a six hour drive down to my sisters in Southern California, an additional two plus hours to San Diego. So it's like an eight plus hour drive. But like, if that means I get to see my like friends, these people I grew up with, and that's all it takes, like an eight hour drive, like you're damn well, I'm damn well going to do that, right? Like it, like it versus like me having to fly across the world just to go see a friend like you know an eight-hour drive is not that bad so like to me it, it's on maybe it's a little bit of a personal rant in the year but like it's it's crazy like when you have a friend who's an hour away they're in the city they're not in the city like whatever like you know like make the time if it means enough to you make the time it's it's i think it's um it's it's what that those those things are about right it's i know it's a hassle i know it's an inconvenience at some level but like I think where you allocate your time, where you show others you allocate your time is, is what you value. And if, if you value people enough, if you value relations enough, you'll, you'll make time, you'll make the sacrifice. And that's actually that ties into a little bit what I want to talk about now being at 25, 25 years old. It's it's a weird number. It was it's a number that like I always had this like mythical idea of where I wanted to be. Like, you know, you have like for me, it was like 18, 20 21 25 and i partially picked 25 because 25 yeah it's like a quarter of life whatever but like five and 25 are my favorite numbers um you know 18 you're kind of really coming into being your own um and i remember like in growing up i always kind of set these goals for myself uh where i need to be at a certain age like i had to make six figures at 18 and like once i accomplished that well it's like i need to be worth this much at 20 and it's like this in self-inflicted pressure i'd put upon myself and then when i say like put upon myself like i mean like i lived it to the t that goal i talked about being worth x amount at 20 um at 19 i fucking busted my ass to get there and i mean busted my ass like i came out of a relationship that lasted me a couple years um i had no idea like where i was going after i graduated high school despite having all this like success at the time and like i just turned it all and converted all that energy (laughs) into hitting this goal and I did it and like yeah it felt good but at the same time it's like 
like I knew I was going to do it because like I, that, that was my only option realistically, even though it's like, not like I was going to die or, or anything, but like, it's just like, this was, this was it. Like I, I'm, I'm not the whole like kind of plan B type of person. Um, and that in itself is like, well, I, I'm not going to say like, I'm not going to say like it didn't contribute to where I'm at now because it did. But at the same time, like the downside of that, it's like, it's, it's really taxing and <laughs> it's a very stressful way to live at certain points. So, um, you know, 25 is funny because like, I remember one of like those like crazy goals was like, I'm going to like, I'm going to have a private jet at 25. I remember telling myself that. And while I've had the opportunity to fly in them, <laughs> I'm very far from owning one at this point in my life. Um, but yeah, you may compromise, right? Um, I, I've got to the point now where like, it's like, it's not those things are like aren't as important, right? Like if I, if I can sit here now and say like at 25, um, I've had a couple of people talk to me about this, like, oops okay are we live oh yeah this might have been a temporary cut out there because my laptop went to sleep um but you know talking to me about like are you at where you thought you would be or like have you done everything you wanted to do i've gotten like a myriad of those questions i've thought about those over the last couple of days as i record this is january 9th um and and honestly like in some aspects yeah in some aspects like I've done the things I wanted to do in other aspects. No, like I've, I've come up short. I'm not on that private jet. I don't, I don't know that private jet, unfortunately. No, but I mean like, and in seriousness, like, um, but the, the important thing there is that I've come away with being okay with that. Right. Like I'm not setting myself to this standard of like, I need to be this at this stage in my life anymore. Um, I've, I've come to the point where yes, I still have, goals i still have very big picture goals and, and big ideals and, and and these things i want to build and, and achieve in my life um and it's not predicated on necessarily on an age it's, it's this idea of yes like i'll get there when i'll get there but the important thing is that i'll get there um in other levels it's also this understanding and it's a i know this is out of a peter teal book but like it's also this mantra i live by in the sense of like rather than having this 10-year goals, like, why realistically can I not? What's stopping me from doing that today? What's stopping me from getting there today or this year or next year? Like, being more cognizant of that, like, not just setting these things so far ahead because I think I need to be there. Just, like, what can I do right now to, to, to get closer to just being there <laughs> and, and working uh, towards that, whether it's a year, a couple, you know, months, whatever that plan may look like, right? Um, I guess that kind of like touches base on the whole, I forgot to talk about this before jumping into like my whole outlook at 25, but the whole like resolution thing, like that's, it's a big part of that too, right? Like I've always, yes, when I was younger, I had resolutions and all that. And while I have like kind of goals, so to speak in the year, like I've let go of the whole idea of like resolutions in the sense that like, I don't think a calendar date should depict when you enact change in your life. And I've always been like in the last couple of years, like really big on that. And to the point where like it could be a bit aggressive, you know, in the sense like uh, getting upset when you see all these like New Year's posts and New Year, New Me type thing. But like at the end of the day, like realistically at this point in my life, I've also come to the idea and understanding of like if it gets people to make a change for the better, whatever it is, more power to them. Um, it's just me personally. I don't subscribe to this idea that like anything's going to magically change on the first of the new year. Rather, like it's an easy way to track stuff. And I understand that it's convenient, right? And we as humans tend to gravitate towards convenient and easy. Um, but, you know, yes, set goals for yourself. I think goals in general are very important things and you, you can't, you know, necessarily that drive, that motivation isn't there without them. 
Um, but at the same time, like if you fail, if you fuck up, if you start your resolution in, in a month in, you know, it's not working out for you. It's okay to, to stop. It's okay to restart. It's okay to make a new goal. It's totally fine. You know, don't beat yourself up over it. <laughs> um, at the same time, it's okay to like not have anything necessary that you want to change, so to speak. Like it's okay with being fine and comfortable with yourself too and where you're at in life. And that's totally a thing, you know, um, there's all those aspects to it. Um, but yeah, getting back to like, you know, being 25 and, and kind of like taking a moment to kind of talk about what I've, I guess, learned up until this point, what I've, in my 25 years of life so far, uh, what I've kind of taken away, um, and, and, and just kind of examining my life as it is. Um, yeah, I mean, there, like I said, there's all these ideals and ideas of who I want to be and the things I want to be doing at this age. And at some level, like it's, I do wake up still and it's crazy to me that I get to live the life I do. It's crazy to me that I have the opportunity that I have and I get to do what I love for a living and pursue such passions. Um, there is never a morning, I think, when I wake up and, and then that doesn't come across my mind at some level or some aspect or some time of day. Um, I'm always grateful. But at the same time, yes, there, there's there's always moments where I want more. I want to do more. I want to push myself. Not because I haven't done enough, but because I know I'm capable of doing it. And, 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 and that potential is worthy of tapping into, I think. Um, so, yes, I, I feel like at certain levels I've achieved such great things. And, and, and at other aspects, it's also like, you know, going into this, I would have never known at 11. I'm not going to tell you, like, I've always known my whole life that this is what I was going to do and this is what I was going to be. But I will tell you that once, and I don't know exactly that magical moment, whether it was like 16, 18 or whatever, but that magical moment where I realized, like, if I really want these things in life, like, I can go get it. And that, like, switch or that light bulb moment where, like, I realized that, like, this is who I want to be, this is what I want to do, and, and I'm capable of doing it click to me then then yeah i i can say that like i always knew i'd be here at this moment at, at this time like and i knew i'd be here at 20 i'd be there at 20 or 21 or 25 because like when you dedicate your whole being to being this thing don't be surprised when you're there right like don't be surprised when you arrive when all you work towards is you know to arrive like it should not surprise you because this is this is what you do it this is why you do it right this is this is why anybody does it at a, at a level that is a considered, you know, professional or whatever, like when you have these monumental goals in life, like when you work your whole being and dedicate yourself to it, um, it shouldn't shock you, right, in a sense. Um, and, and that's kind of how I feel, right? Um, I mean, outside of that, I, I also want to just kind of piggyback on what I was talking about earlier, like what I've also learned at, at this point in my life, and it's been more prevalent now, is like time is my most valuable resource. Like I'm only getting older and and... And that doesn't necessarily like limit me at 25. It's still very, very young. <laughs> don't get me wrong. Like, I don't feel like um, everything is coming crashing <laughs> at this point. But, you know, I've had to also come to terms with that. Like, I'm not that young entrepreneur anymore. I'm not, or not, sorry, not I am like, that young in a sense. But, like, I grew up at like, being this kid who was like 11 and I had that always going for me, right? Like, I was that 11 year old kid doing this thing and it was crazy. And, like, you're a 20 year old kid and it's, and it's crazy. And, uh, people your age at this stage are like doing different things in their lives but like you know as you progressively get older like there's there's responsibilities that come with that right 
Um, and, and I've just learned that time is, is my most valuable of all assets. Like finances aside, uh, at the end of the day, the only thing I can't make more of is time, is that, is time with others, is time with friends, time with family. And, and that's been, especially in the last year, like where last year, um, a lot of stuff that kind of happened externally that I couldn't control and then coming more into terms of like, here's what I can control in life and here's what I can't. And these, these certain like health things that happen to people who I'm close to, not directly to me, reminded me that like, you know, this is why like things like time spent and where you allocate are important and, and those memories and those moments are important. And it's the same reason I said like, I'll drive eight hours <laughs> to San Diego I'll hop on a flight down to go see a friend like for his birthday or whatever because like that's that's important to me those those things are important to me and I think again if if the people in your life are important enough like you you figure it out right um and and conversely like time in general like where I spend it I'm more cognizant of that because like if I'm making time if I'm making an effort to go out and go somewhere and go see somebody or go do something like that says more to me than like spending x amount or or doing like that's that's worth more to me. Like my time is worth more to me than any dollar value at the end of the day. Um, and, and understanding that conversely has helped that other end, right? And like understanding and valuing my time has helped me in my career because I can, I know when I'm worth, I know when I'm willing to price myself out. Of. Like in, in the business that I uh, work in and operate today with my um, business partners at Network Right, um, that's a, a big part of what we do like is, is valuing our time as it professionals and, and when we talk to a client we say like this is what we charge this is our rate and it's because we stick by that because we stick behind you know the years of experience that we have the expertise that we have and the time that we're going to save you by in the long run by doing x y or z right so the under, understanding the idea that time is this valuable resource of course is something i've definitely learned up until this point um also that it's and this is like something I think I want to echo at, at 25 also. It's that it's okay to not have everything figured out, right? Like 25, 26, 21, whatever. Um, the idea is that we're all figuring things out at every level, at every stage, at every age. Um, and, and just really re... re uh, yeah, I just want to really just reinforce that idea that like it's okay to not have everything figured out and to be okay with that. Like I've, I've, I've let go with the idea that I need to know everything of my life mapped out um at this stage you know like it, it's okay um i think what to me being a true adult means and this is not just applies to like my age now but just in general it's like taking responsibility for your own actions um and understanding like the things you can and can't control like i talked about earlier um and that's just something i've, I've really have had hammered into me for the better um in, in the last year um and something i take with me always um and like i said earlier let go of little things um with like certain health scares and, and certain things like happening to people around me and just in general to myself like that i want to be more cognizant of is like you can't like the little things like yeah sometimes a pebble on your foot can like overall like cause you trouble in the long run but like the, the insignificant thing is more maybe a better word for it like it's in the grand scheme of things like to not get too riled up to not get too stressed in the past where I get too stressed over something or too whatever like to, to let go of those things is something I'm also learning more and more uh every stage <laughs> of my life to be more aware of um yeah I mean what else do I have here I have some notes like I, was, I had literally had this note list of like things I think are valuable I've learned up to this stage as if I've lived you know a very uh wisdomful life 
No, I mean, I'm super young. I mean, like, I'm sure people who are listening to this, you know, very well may be older uh, than me, and I, I don't want to sound like I'm just, like, full of shit or spewing whatever. Um, but, like, this is just, like, my perspective, right, <laughs> up at this point. Um, other things, yeah, I mean, I, I've talked about this before. Like, from a financial perspective, I've tried to be more cognizant of, like, whole quality over quantity. Um, I came into a lot of money fast, and I've equally spent it just as fast. Um, because I could, I am not going to sit here and tell you that, like, I've always been as physically responsible because I haven't, um, my accountants will tell you that, <laughs> I can personally tell you that, um, I used to do, like, there's like a lot of, like, just stupid things I used to do, whether it's for me or for, to impress others or, or what have you, and it, it's funny because now I can genuinely say, like, a lot of stuff I do buy and then things I do get is because I am genuinely just interested in it, like, when it started out with technology and buying the latest and greatest tech, it's because, I was passionate about it, and that's what formulated my, like, YouTube career. And now that I'm older and I've devised new interests, like, it's the same thing for those. Like, when I buy these nice things or buy these luxury items, I understand, like, not all people are into or people get. Like, people won't understand why you spend, like, $1,000 on sneakers or why I spent, like, $100 on, like, slippers I'm only going to wear in, the like, the bathroom. Like, these are stupid things. I understand that. Like, I'm not, you know they in no way make me a better individual rather it's simply like my taste and the things i like and enjoy and bring me like that tiny bit of joy in life right um but i've tried to focus more so on on like purchasing quality items and quality items doesn't always mean like at some level yes i do strive to get the best of the best that's like the reviewer in me like i did that for a living i try to recommend products that i think were the best to consumers and that's still a very big part of what i do um, I think one of the big problems I have, like not just at 25, but in general is like, I have, um, like the instant gratification problem. Like I want something now and if I can pay for something now or go out of my way to get something now, like I will. Um, and sometimes that rushes my thought process when it comes to purchasing things. Um, but I will say that I am trying to be more cognizant of that. Um, and it, like I said, it doesn't always mean buying the best of the best, um, thing or the most expensive thing that's the it's a negative you know that's not the right link i'm trying to build there rather it's just quality in terms of like yes sometimes it's the best thing sometimes it is an expensive thing sometimes it's just the thing that brings me joy it's something i really personally like i want to surround myself with it it could be a bougie candle it could be home decor it could be whatever right <laughs> um so yeah it's trying to spend quality over quantity and, and that's just because like i said at an early stage of my life i just bought a lot of things i didn't need or didn't like truly like recon style bring me joy um or it was like literally like i have like a jacket that's sitting in my closet right now that i spent way too much on that i've only wore once i think I, yeah i literally wore it once then the same night i bought it too so like you know it's things like that and like like i'm fortunate that i have the capabilities and expendability to do such things but Again, being more mindful of such things and in the footprint those things leave <laughs> in the long run. Um, overall, I, you know, at, at 25, I, I can say, like, I'm comfortable in my skin. I'm comfortable with who I am and, and what I want out of life. Uh, I spent a lot of my early 20s and, and coming into my early 20s trying to prove others wrong, right? Working out of spite in the sense, like, I, I wanted to showcase to all these people who thought I couldn't do it that, like, I'm here to stay. And at a certain point, like, I realized that, like, I don't need to do that. Like, if I do, if I truly accomplish the thing that I set out to accomplish, they'll understand. They'll know that, right? Like, I don't need to shout from the mountaintops that blah, blah, blah. Like, it'll speak for itself. At the end of the day, the only person I need to prove it to is myself. 
And on that same note, like you can, it allowed me to also, you know, drown out that outside noise. It, I, I didn't need the approval of others for like the things I was into, the things I wanted of life. I didn't care what others who weren't contributing to that had to say about it because the, the very thing they weren't contributing to it. And so needless to say, like I'm at a point in my life where I am very, very comfortable and confident in who I am, the things I want and my aspirations and the empire that I want to build and the legacy I want to leave behind. Um, and, and then I know the people in my life who support that and who, who have been there um, versus those who are, you know, either a trying to like hitch along for the ride or like B just cast stones from the outside. Right. And not be in the arena, so to speak. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm doing it for me. And, and, and for those people who I know are, are close to me and important and, and, and those things and those same values that brought me up into this point. Um, ultimately, at some level, I never knew all of this would be possible at 25 and, and looking back at my life, having worked for a decade plus and, and building this career and building this lifestyle. Um, yeah, it's crazy to me to look around and see everything that's afforded. On that same token, it's still crazy to see how much more ahead there is. And that leads me, I guess, into 2020 because I'm really excited for the things to come. I'm really excited for Network Right as a business. And then having had spent a lot of my time and resources last year on that, I, I'm really excited to see where we go from there. I'm really excited to see where we grow. And I know me personally as an individual have learned a lot. Even though I was the, out of the partners, I was the only one coming from a previous like business quote-unquote background. Um I'm learning so much every day and I'm continuing to learn more and more um, and trying to look for ways that I can improve internally and, and bring more of my expertise to this field and to this business. Um, so I'm really excited to see where that pans out in 2020. Um, I'm excited to obviously, you know, now that I've kind of found my way with a lot of stuff and, and know where we're going and on track, um, slowly, not right away, but expand into more creative ventures, right? I think where I took a really, really like, full step back in, in 2019 like really just hands off um i can approach it more um not methodically uh, maybe methodically strategic if, if you will um and making sure that i allocate the appropriate time and in, in, in like really keeping up to my word when i say i'm going to be more consistent with certain um content schedules or consistent with like uploads and whatnot um i really want to you know do that as well at some level um because at the end of the day, I, I do want to feed that creative end, right? And I always say that, but I never actually like do it. So I want to be more on top of that shit. <laughs> and if there's any resolutions at all, um, you know, being more organized on, on top of that shit is, is definitely something I intend to do. Just being more organized in general. Like it's something I'm systematically working towards <laughs> to, to be better at and organizing uh, my thoughts and uh, just even the world around me, like my room right now, <laughs> definitely can use some organizing and cleaning. Um, but yeah, 2020, a lot of a lot of exciting stuff. I mean, I can sit here and tell you like goals and stuff I've always had and goals I've been working towards and like how I get there in 2020 or how I get closer to it. So if I don't like, look, let's say like some people have resolutions of like wanting to do this or that, rather like I look at these long-term, these big picture goals as like, what are the steps I use to get towards that? Right? Or what can I do here? What can I do there? Because the funny thing is, like, as much as, like, I don't do, like, resolutions and all that stuff, um, like, from a business perspective, I've always had to follow those kind of calendars because of, like, Q1, Q2, Q3, Q4. Like, that's just how we look at business, right? We actually track our metrics in quarters and in the years and annual, you know, 
um, income and, and all of these different things. Like those are actually important stats in the world of business. Whereas in my personal life, I don't follow it as much. Um, I, I just try to set out more so of a roadmap. Like I don't have to like fully accomplish all these things in a year, but if I can do these things that attribute to that or that play into X, Y, Z, then that's, you know, whatever gets me towards the goal at the end of the day. Um, the one thing I do do though, and I've always done this, it's a buying list. <laughs> and the funny thing about the buying list is it's changed. Like in the beginning, when I started doing this back way back when in like 2014, um, I used to write on a whiteboard, all the things I wanted to buy in 2014, 2013, mind you, like back when I was just like really starting out and coming into my own, uh, back when I was making like a hundred bucks a year from AdSense. And that was like the world to me. Um, and, uh, I would put all these things I wanted to buy so I could like just have this it all laid out like these are the things I want and I'm going to stick to it and, and and over the years it changed because like as I had the ability um to afford more things on that list it's just like I would add stuff throughout the list which would kind of defeat the purpose of setting it up in the beginning um so yeah I, I do do this thing where I kind of sit down and say like what are the really like big ticket things like what are the major things the life-changing things again getting back to the whole quality over quantity things in the year that I think I want to achieve or buy, uh, or actually, yeah, want to buy essentially. Um, and yeah, I've just started that list and I'm adding onto it. And it's very scarce right now, but I will say I put a huge dent in 2019's list. I think I had three things left over and those are pretty much going to carry over to 2020. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, just a little look at like the year to come, uh, a lot more stuff with business. Um, hopefully a lot more content to come and, and, and the creative side can start to be able to feed that more you know definitely had to take time to take care of myself so i can take care of other things now that matter so much to me that are important to me um and yeah just really really excited to keep you guys updated along the year and how um things are coming along um right now what else did i put here i put things i'm listening to right now um just in case you know uh you get through this 40 plus minute podcast and that's enough not enough for you um just things i'm interested in the podcast i'm listening to right now i'm listening to the ben baller podcast that's definitely one of my favorites right now in terms of like pop culture and business um megan mattoon a youtuber content creator um another one david so and his genius brain podcast is always one that i enjoy listening to uh the tim ferris show is you know kind of a gold standard when it comes to podcast um and the kevin rose show another individual who i've followed for so long um and you know, I love hearing these kind of open interview format kind of podcasts and, and hearing from other individuals from all walks of life. Um, and I'm also trying to get a lot more back into like the tech podcast side of things. So if you guys have any recommendations on like tech pod, I remember back in the day, like I used to be a huge Twit fan this week in tech. Um, that network is definitely not what it used to be from my perspective, personal opinion, but um, definitely interested if you from the tech community out there, what like, what are the best resources to go to for keeping in the know but with that ladies and gentlemen i think this is a good point to leave it um that's what i'm listening to right now in uh as far as the world of podcasting not a lot of audiobooks or anything i have my audiobook apps and, I, and subscriptions and i honestly have not been on top of that it's something i need to get back into so i'll take any recommendations you can give whether it's podcasts or books um but yeah going into 2020 wishing you all the best thanking all of you so far for your support uh in whatever capacity whether it's with this podcast or anything else I've done here on this world that we call the internet up until this point in my life at 25. None of this, and I want to echo this again and again, would have been possible without the support structure that is from viewers like yourself, people who made my life, my career, 
all these opportunities possible through, um, again, your support. So a huge thanks. And with that, I'll catch you in the next episode.